Shazam! <laughs> Sinkhole Man, part two. Hello, everybody. My name is Sinkhole Repairman, and we're watching Moving Forward TV with your local market update. <laughs> and I have to follow that, really? <laughs> this is Dylan Gaston, and we are Moving Forward TV, as Sinkhole Man says so. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today, and we had such a response last week. We are doing sinkholes part two. There is so much to cover with what happens with the sinkholes. And I know last week we had our friend Angel Cook on here from Leaders Insurance who told us all about some great stuff about sinkholes. And <laughs> who is that masked man, Dylan? <laughs> and and this week we've brought John McMenamin back. <laughs> who is a, an expert and authority on the legal standpoint from sinkholes. So, yes. so sinkhole repair man. Yes. <laughs> we're here to teach you about, actually there's been some devastating, and we're not making fun of the people who just had, you know, devastating damage done <laughs> in glasses. <laughs> yeah. I but, think he's gonna like, un, you know, take this stuff, but no, he fixes it. <laughs> we like to make light of heavy situations, no pun intended, but you know, there's been some devastating sinkholes out there. There, there have and been. And right here, very close to home, so we want to cover, continue the coverage on it, yes. on, and get a legal perspective on, you know, how, how does it affect the market? How can it, you know, how does it affect neighborhoods? Um, what are the consumers' rights and what's really going on? And yeah. can anybody really take me serious? Heck no. That's <laughs> <laughs> you know, all we can do. John and I to stay here with a straight face. All right, go ahead. He's you doing well. I'm not. <laughs> all right. So first, first, I do want to start by introducing John. Um, and John, I know we didn't get a chance to go into your background um, last week. If you wouldn't mind, can, can you give us a little bit of a rundown of your background? I know that you have done... Which superhero Thousands. are you is what we want to know. <laughs> I'm a little confused on who I am. Today. I'm having an identity crisis as well. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. All right. Anyway, background. Background. Yes. Well, I've... Uh, I've are you an attorney? I am an attorney. I'm an attorney. I've been licensed since 2002, but I've worked for a large law firm that handled sinkhole claims since as early as 1991, with the exception of the time that I was in college. So you have superpower heroes as well. Sinkhole <laughs> coverage up the wazoo. I, I've seen my share. I've, yes. Uh, I, I can't say a, a definitive number, but there's. I've seen well in excess of. I'm guesstimating, on the low side, 3,500 claims or more. Wow. Uh, in my just sinkholes? Just sinkholes. Oh my gosh. And wow. um, this is somebody in this area, so 3,500 claims of sinkholes in our area? Statewide. Statewide. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. So you guys are just well known. This firm is well known firm for doing that. And you did a lot of that um, 
work and such. We were talking before about litigation, mm -hmm. um, and there was a time period where there was a lot of people who, you know, like we were saying, had like a two-inch crack and people were claiming it. So that has really um, subsided somewhat these days, has it not? It has, and there's a lot of reasons for that. First and foremost is the fact that the coverage uh, has become almost unavailable for most people. It's extremely expensive if it is available. So the vast majority of people, from what I can read from, uh, from various statistics and from citizens in particular, indicates that there's not that many people that have sinkhole coverage anymore. Did they used to have sinkhole coverage or it really wasn't even that, well, you've been doing it since 91, so that must have been around, but I didn't even, I don't even really remember a lot of sinkhole insurance and stuff like that before. Is it something that kind of popped up? Sinkhole coverage up until the mid 2000s was actually covered under your policy because it wasn't excluded. Okay. Uh, in a lot of policies, there was separate coverage that was listed, but it was part of your normal policy. It wasn't added to your policy. Okay. That changed over the years, and it became something that was added onto your policy as an additional coverage. As of 2011, the coverage became even more strict, and the definition of what actual sinkhole activity and a sinkhole loss becomes uh, in order to have coverage. If you do have coverage in your policy, in order to use that coverage, it has to be within the definitions that were defined in 2011 statute changes. So even if you have the coverage from 2011 forward, it was very, very difficult to use it. And now, actually, most people don't even have it. Yeah, it is very expensive. Here, here's a question. How come all of a sudden, you know, back, I've been living in Pasco since 1973. Mm -hmm. You didn't hear about sinkholes. You never, you know, there were no sinkhole claims. There were no sinkhole repair companies here. Mm -hmm. right. And then all of a sudden, probably in early 2000s, when the market started to really heat up right after that, all of a sudden, everybody has a sinkhole. Why is that? Yeah. What the, happened? I mean, is it legitimacy? Was there no legitimacy? Did people find loopholes in the insurance language to where they could find a claim? where some people did have He's got the sinkhole. attorney look on his face with, yeah, I he, have to be very careful how I answer I, this I, I'm just being real here, so, you know. There's a lot of reasons that sinkhole claims became more prolific in the 2000s. Number one, basically, as you said, the market heated up and whatnot. That meant there was an explosion in, in the actual construction. So if a oh, sinkhole right. happened in a farm, you know, pasture or something, nobody knew about it, nobody cared about it. It was just something that happened. So population growth. Population growth. Absolutely added to it. So It did. All right. So you know what? I want to hear the rest of that answer. But first, we must go to a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> This is my new Richie. This is my new Richie. 
Okay, we're back, everybody, with John McMiniman with McMiniman Law Group, MLG. Can you remember that? <laughs> MLG. I like that. I like that. And we and we so rudely interrupted you because I had to go see my superhero friends on the break. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> What's so funny? That's my real voice. <laughs> no, just, just. <laughs> anyway, you ought to do the show. I, you know, you were answering that. a question about why did all these sinkholes appear, and then we had to go to break. So why don't you finish answering? We were talking about all the new construction can possibly have an impact. A lot of new development. You know, I mean, we got we got over twenty thousand outstanding permits in Pasco on the fifty four corridor coming up already now. So. You know, all that plays, and, and what else were you? I'm not a geologist, obviously, but from over the years, I've learned a little bit from the geologists that I deal with with uh, different sinkhole claims. But there's also, with the increased population, there's a lot of use of water, and the fluctuation in the water table, both from the drought, uh, the excessive rain we've had, as well as an increase in usage from the increased population, causes the water table beneath the ground to fluctuate and that can also induce sinkholes. So any fluctuation oh. in water. So we have a drought and then and then all of a sudden we get a lot of rain. So that's a, the table, the water table changes. That can create a shifting in itself. That, from what I've heard from some of the geologists, that may be you're something such, that- You're such a good attorney. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like, so, I'm not a geologist. <laughs> from what I've heard, that, that could be some of the reasons that uh, that induced the lake, uh, land of lake sinkhole because okay. the water so, table. Yeah, because we did we did have a drought going on, and all of a sudden we we're did. getting a ton of rain. Yeah, so from and, like March until June or yeah, something, right? So it that was... affects it. Increased population, more water usage from the public. Mm -hmm. um, what else can affect it? Anything else you can think of? Uh, it, the area is just prone to it. It's. It, I, I don't want to be technical, but the the type no, of limestone. No, we want you to be technical. <laughs> the, the type of limestone environment. If you're really technical, I'm going to let you wear my cape. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wanting to wear that. <laughs> that's another show. He wants yeah, that's another show. It's called karst terrain. It's the it's the it's the classification for the type of limestone we have that's very porous, um, very much like a, a, a natural sponge. You'd see the nooks and crannies and holes through it and whatnot. And it's just the type of environment we have here. Um, lakes in Florida are not formed generally by glaciers like they are up north. Lakes are formed by sinkholes that may have collapsed in the geologic past. We don't have ice gathering here. Can you believe it? <laughs> no. Have you been outside today? I really wish there was some ice right now. But <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> man, it smacks you in the face. The humidity is so high. It's right terrible. Now. Yes. But the uh, it, 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 land of lakes, by name, is land a lakes. lot of lakes. Right. So it, it's an area that's in the past been prone to it and it's not unexpected to see sinkhole activity but it's it's very rare to see this type of collapse that you see uh that makes tv as we as you know we only see these on tv once in a couple of every couple of years right right so i want to ask a question and i even wrote it down it was so important to me i know because <laughs> we're in the mortgage and finance business and people are buying real estate the real mm -hmm. estate market is on fire here so people ask me, is it okay to buy a repaired sinkhole home? Well, from, like, what, I, from what you know, from what I understand yes. about the mortgage industry, obviously, uh, in order to get a mortgage, you have to have insurance. Yes. So insurability is a major factor in whether or not you can purchase a property and get a mortgage. Um, my understanding is that the way that insurance companies are looking at properties is if it's repaired according to the original engineer's recommendations, 
you have a greater likelihood of being able to get insurance of some form. It may not be your standard type carrier. I think Angel mentioned last week uh, the non-admitted carriers mm -hmm. um, may take take you on as an insured, and that might be enough to uh, to let the mortgage company uh, write the mortgage. So that's the key right there: is they get it repaired to the engineer's recommendations and specifications. The original engineer. The original. Okay, and from what we know about. Mm -hmm the one in Land Lakes is mm -hmm. they did underpinning and I guess the recommendation and this is all hearsay was grout and underpinning so they didn't repair it to the engineers recommendation from what from what we've heard <laughs> from what I've heard and what from what I've read the original engineers recommendation was for grout um, whether the insured didn't did own that property didn't have enough money or for whatever reason uh, at some point after the claim was made they chose to get another engineer to develop a plan uh, to repair the home, which included underpinning and not grouting. Uh. The underpinning will only support the house. It doesn't do anything to fix the sinkhole conditions under the ground. The soil. So the soil. So the sinkhole conditions were still there. The house may have been supported at that point, but unfortunately without the, the ground support, the house, the pins that were under the house didn't have any lateral support and that may have been contributing to what caused the collapse. So these people might not be covered if they didn't repair the house to the original uh, engineers. Do people usually get two engineers? Do you have to get like, you know, three quotes kind of a thing or? No, it's uh, the way that the, uh, the way that the law works right now is that the original engineer that's retained by the insurance company uh, to come out and do testing. If they determine that sinkhole activity can't be ruled out as a cause of damage, and take remember that can't be ruled out. It's not that they have to find it. They can't. They have to be able to rule it out, which uh, is more difficult to prove the negative. So uh, if they find anything that's related to sinkhole activity, potentially, they'll they can't exclude the coverage if you have sinkhole coverage. That is. So that's with sinkhole coverage, <laughs> not necessarily non-sinkhole coverage, where we're just the talking catastrophic, catastrophic ground, ground two different animals. Very different. Okay. Uh, but the original engineer, um, the insurance company has has the ability to go ahead and say, you have to fix it according to the original recommendation of the engineers. Go ahead and pick a company that will actually do the work. So the original engineer will monitor what's being done to make sure it's done to his specifications. Hold on, John. We have to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some more great questions for you. We'll be right back after this.
my Newport Richie. Okay, we're back with John McMiniman with McMiniman Law Group, and we're talking about the dreaded disasters here recently in Pasco, sinkholes. And John, thanks for sharing all your wisdom on this. I, I mean, thanks for having it's me. It's kind of great that people, people like spend lots of money for yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, we're giving you a free consult right here in our show, so it's kind of cool. We're trying to answer all the questions that people are asking us. And you know we're it, it's great. So thanks for being with us again. And, and if anybody has any questions, they can always feel free to call me. Yeah. So it's um, oh, that's really nice of you. Yes. What's your number, John? You want to give it sure. on the air? It's seven two seven three seven two seven five nine five. Oh, so you might regret we'll giving put that. that up. <laughs> but anyway, you know, there's different types of coverages out there, and people ask us, and you know, we're in the lending. We don't really want to advise people mm -hmm. insurance, and you're. In, you know, legally, and you fight the insurance companies for claims. So, you know, the two types of coverages out there, can you explain the differences sure. between those for sinkhole, not sinkhole, and what's in it for the consumer, and what's good and bad about both? And Sure, I, and not to get into too much detail, I encourage everyone to ask their agent for the specific explanations, but there's catastrophic ground collapse coverage which is included in most policies from admitted carriers, and Angel talked about that last week. Those are carriers that are admitted in the state of Florida and are backed by the Florida Insurance Guarantee Association. Non-admitted carriers, you'll know that because it's written in big bold print on the front of your policy. That wouldn't necessarily carry that coverage. But sinkhole coverage is also available uh, in some areas if you can afford it and if it's offered to you. Uh, it's sometimes very difficult to get but sinkhole coverage has five criteria. You have to meet one of those five criteria if you have a problem with your home in order to trigger that coverage for sinkhole loss. Uh, one of those criteria is, or one of those things that you have to meet is the definition of structural damage, which is extremely difficult to meet. You only have to meet one of those. But with catastrophic ground collapse coverage, it doesn't necessarily have to be a sinkhole per se, but you have, there's four criteria that, and I actually, Hold this up on my phone here just to make sure that I had them correct. There has to be all four of these criteria. There has to be an abrupt collapse of the ground. There has to be a depression in the ground cover clearly visible to the naked eye. There has to be structural damage to the building, including the foundation. And the building basically has to be condemned by a governmental authority. So you have to have all four of those criteria in order to have the catastrophic ground collapse coverage triggered in your policy. So 
in Land O'Lakes, if there were no other issues with coverage or, or policies or anything else, we've obviously got most of those criteria for at least some of the houses that were affected. So, and all four of those has it, clearly the one that went, the other one that's half gone, the people next door on the other side, it's not necessarily touching their house yet, but it's touching their property. It's uh, probably not covered though, because it hasn't hit the structure yet, right? Remember the insurance company doesn't ever cover land. So True. they only cover your structure. So it's gonna be a very difficult question to ask whether or not there's coverage, because we don't know, first of all, if there's any structural damage to the house. Um, we've got an open hole that's visible to the eye. Sure. The house may be condemned, I don't know for right. sure. They're not letting them back in yet, I know that. But there, there might be structural damage, we just don't right. know. Right. So if anybody has a dispute with their insurance company, uh, talk to, you know, you, they can reach out to John. Any questions about this? Because let's face it, I mean, I know the insurance companies are all great. Um, I say that out loud. <laughs> no, I mean, they're in business for profit. Right. So they're going to do everything they can to protect their claims because, unfortunately, some people make false claims. Some people have legitimate claims and are getting pushed aside. Mm -hmm. So you can hire an attorney like John to help you satisfy those claims that maybe you didn't get. So that's that's great information, John. Thanks for uh, happy to help. You know, I thanks know. for thanks sharing for having that. Me. And you know, we got some great upcoming events in the community we do. and we need to round out the show. So Delin, what do you got going on? <laughs> you want to tell anybody? <laughs> he has the list. Of course, I have to be the superhero. <laughs> I know. Again. You're the one Once with again. the calendar no, there. That's fine. I just show right. up. <laughs> so we got, you know, we got an upcoming uh, game for we're talking about West Pasco Business Association, the nonprofit right here in our community. And John, thanks for being a member of them and thank yes. you and, and joining us. And you know, uh, August 11th, we have a raise bus trip that's going to start. Still out. some seats left on yep, that. There are but going quick. Going so you quick. Reach going out WP. PBA.biz and it's 40 bucks for a member, 45 for a non. You get appetizers at Fiddler's Greens, you get adult beverages on the bus, you get your game ticket, which is a press level seat between home plate and first base. Wow. Woohoo! And the Rays nice. won the last game. Yay. I won't tell you what game that was, but they did win the last game. <laughs> It depends on when you watch it. And it's show. always a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. And includes your parking and everything for that. So right. go on WPBA.biz. Um, for that information. Also, uh, it's being publicly announced here very soon at the time of the show that the West Pasco Business Association will be the host for the Taste of Trinity. Did you Yay, know that? Yay, this year. I know this is exciting because that's always a good event. Over a thousand people come out. 1,500. So we are, told. for you so business owners. So this year, about 2,000 this year. You business owners out there, I do just want to mention, you business owners out there, we are still looking for vendors. Yes. So if you would like to partner with a restaurant or something, you know, give us a call or go on WPBA.biz, get some more information about it. We're looking for some business owners to partner with some restaurants. And it'd be crazy not There's to. over 1,000 people that come through. Yeah, and it's 100 bucks for a, for a vendor. Yeah, And we're cheap. looking for more restaurants. So if you're a restaurant in the local community and you want people to check out your food, you gotta do this. Yes. It's you know it's kind of a no-brainer. And then of course your near and dear favorite events coming up on September 26th, Delin. What is that? Bowling for boobs. Yeah. September 26th. It's a Tuesday night. The t the lanes we we sell the lanes, so they're going fast as well. So please go on WPBA.biz to uh, reserve your lane and, and pre-order uh, pricing is still on right now um, as of this right until August, August 15th. 15th. And then poop, it goes up because yeah, the if there's the even any left. Up. 
So And the best part is Port Ritchie Carrabba's is going to cater the event. We've got <gasps> Carrabba's food. Come on. It's a night of fun. There's all kinds of um, uh, spirit table there. There's beer buckets there. There's Carrabba's food there. gentlemen wear their bra. Lots and of fun. I imagine some might even wear their cape. <laughs> Unbelievable entertainment with him wearing like some sort of a flashing bra, no doubt. Hey, <laughs> so, are you making fun of me? So it is fun. All right, what and else do we have we after got, that? You know, save the date is for the Grinch, of course, December 9th. We'll talk more about that as the time gets closer, but you want to go ahead and put that on your calendar now. So any anything else you want to say, John? Just thanks for All right, great. Me. Thanks. <laughs> Thank no, you, John. Kidding. That Thank was absolutely wonderful. Really great information. And, um, I know it's please do, fun. And, please know. do feel free to call John. He is very serious about that. He is more than willing to answer your questions if you're concerned about sinkholes or claims or anything, anything like that. He specializes related, in home insurance. defects, construction, any right. of that. John can help you with it, So, which is great. And uh, thanks for being on again. And we'll hope to have you again anytime. Soon. And maybe you can wear your superhero outfit. <laughs> i got to start shopping now. Yes, be ready for it. So get us out on LinkedIn, Twitter, share us on Facebook, Instagram. Get us out. Tell your friends about us. And great information for our community. Right? And we appreciate you guys watching. We are today and every day. Moving forward. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Have a great week.